to the 88th episode of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Voluntary Viewing, recorded on July 17th, 2020. Um, fuck Nazis, first and foremost. Uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, 88 has kind of become a dog whistle for white nationalists because, uh, I don't, I don't know, it's the fucking... H and Hitler is like eight, so then eight and I it it's dumb. It, it's fucking dumb, but Nazis are dumb and fuck them. So there we go. As you can tell by my ramblings, this is going to be a Lucas Deriter solo cast. Play my music, future me. That that's that's a, that's enough of that. Um, yeah. So Andrew and Ryan could not make this episode. I am off on my own uh, to talk about pretty much whatever I want to talk about. Um, there are a lot of big social, uh, political things going on right now. Um, fucking unmarked, uh, supposedly federal officers, but maybe just fucking PMCs are wandering around Portland kidnapping protesters, so that's a fucking thing to be concerned about. Um, yeah, Trump administration is still trying to, you know, make sure as many marginalized people as possible are killed by coronavirus, uh, undermining democracy by defunding the United States Postal Service during an election cycle where mail-in voting is going to be super important since people aren't going to want to wait around in lines to vote since that's dangerous with a virus virus going on right now. So, yeah, that's a bunch of heavy stuff that I wish Andrew and Ryan were here where we could talk about that because I feel like we gain greater insight on this stuff uh, when we're together as a group, but they're not. So yeah, I'm just doing my due diligence and bringing all of that up. Instead, instead, what I would like to do in this episode of the Quarantine Cast, is talk about something that I usually don't get to uh, when Ryan and or Andrew are on, and that is Pokemon. Uh, For those of you who aren't aware, um, I thought I had made this clear on the podcast previously, but Pokemon is a massively foundational franchise uh, piece of media to me personally. Um... I I was going to say I was huge into Pokemon as a kid, but, like, Pokemon kept going in a way that I think in, I don't know, the United States, we can really only compare it to sports franchises where, yeah, I was into Pokemon when I was four, and Pokemon is as present now as a Oh, God, I'm 25. As a 25-year-old, so, yeah, I never really stopped being into Pokemon. Um, 
And so what I would like to do during my uninterrupted time on this podcast over these airwaves is do a ranking of all of the mainline Pokemon games. Uh, this is done with the tier maker website. Uh, tiers are going to be D through S, D being the lowest, S being the highest. And then I am ranking these by a uh, collection of games. Um, so like not quite like Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, but like Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald are all grouped together. Same for like uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Uh, there are arguments with how, uh, there's an argument for how some of these games that the differences between them is enough to change how good they are, but I'm not, uh, for this purposes, they are roughly all on the same level enough that that's really not needed. Okay, um, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. (sighs) Yeah, that's right. Ryan, Ryan isn't here to... Call me a fucking junkie for drinking coffee in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's get into it then with the bottom tier. Uh, I, I don't think I can say outright that any Pokemon games are bad, but these are definitely the ones that uh, not... Not not the best. Not uh not definitely definitely not like the pinnacle or even the most interesting uh, parts of the fr- maybe not interesting the most fully formed entries in the franchise and the first first titles in the D tier of Pokemon games are the first Pokemon games Pokemon Red Blue and Yellow yeah that's right. These games suck. Um, no, they don't actually suck. They just have not aged well whatsoever. Um, they weren't... They weren't great game. Well, yeah, they weren't great games when they came out just because these games barely worked. Uh, I, for those who didn't play them, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow held together with Bubblegum and Shoestring. Like, just barely barely functioning, riddled with bugs, but still a really great execution on the premise of what Pokemon is, what the creators had in mind, some terrific world building, maybe some of the most expressive artwork in just the entirety of the franchise, but yeah, just uh, the tech limits, the, the tech limits of these being original Game Boy games make it really hard to come back to these. Like, you only have 20, you, you can only hold on to 20 sets of items at a time in this game, and then you have to rotate through them. It's, oh boy, it's it's tough. It's tough. The games kind of are broken in terms of, uh, in terms of combat. Um, I, Ryan had mentioned this previously, but like Psychic Types, Alakazam, Mewtwo, you just get those and you win, basically. So, yeah, those are coming in at the bottom. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hold it against you, though, if you do like these games, because, yeah, these are the backbone of the series and, honestly, the backbone of a lot of people's childhoods. I will hold it against you, though, if you like Pokemon X and Pokemon Y, which are also in the D tier and just, God, represent so 
much that is wrong represent just such a misstep, misdirection for the franchise, and so much that is wrong with the Pokemon fandom, in my personal opinion. Um, these were the first Pokemon games to go, uh, first mainline Pokemon games to be 3D, and Pokemon doesn't work in 3D. It just doesn't. So much of the Pokemon games hinge on players using their imagination to expand upon this world, to expand upon these mechanics, and that's what made the OG Pokemon game so great, is that it gave you a good template where you could build this world up further around you and putting a Pokemon and putting Pokemon games in more fully realized 3D is not good and I remember you dumbasses before these games came out when I was god I was probably a senior in high school and these games came out asking like pleading Nintendo pleading Game Freak to make a 3D Pokemon games because Fucking yeah, you're dumbasses who thought that video games, all video games, have to have high fidelity graphics to be good, and they don't. You don't understand what makes these games, what made this franchise work, and god, you're the same dumbasses I imagine who have complained about the graphics in Sword and Shield not being hot shit 24-7, and you, you, you don't get it. You... I understand you might love this franchise as much as I do, but it is obvious to me you have not spent a minute thinking critically about these games, and God, you just suck. You suck. Anyone who, like, complained about Pokemon not going 3D sooner, you suck. Yeah. Also at the bottom are Pokemon uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which... Yeah, these, I, I don't know, I guess there are arguments for them being, these games being better than the OG Pokemon Sun and Moon, but I, these are actually the only set of mainline Pokemon games that I did not finish, because I got about two hours into it, and they were just so much the same of Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, it, it, kind of a blatant reskin in my experience and I'm usually more forgiving with that stuff I when it comes to Pokemon at least but no there I I just couldn't beat these games I didn't want to engage with them and I have no desire to come back to them uh yeah fucking sad um all right, moving into the C tier of Pokemon games we have Pokemon, um, actually, which one do I want to start with here? Uh, okay, here we go. We have Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. I have played a lot of video games that are about their nature, uh, of being sequels. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 comes to mind, uh, first and foremost, and... Yeah, these games are stuck in that weird place where these are sequels to sequels, and it's pretty obvious the people behind these games just didn't didn't know what direction to take Pokemon in after it was so fully realized and executed in the previous two titles. Like, digging into the history of the Pokemon games... Uh, of Game Freak as a company, they 
the people at the core of it originally never thought it would get this far or get this big. And these games are very much a result of that uncertainty of what do we do with this now? This is too successful for us to stop making these games. And... Yeah, it, I, to these games' credit, though, do introduce some new mechanics, make the jump to the Game Boy Advance really well, solid graphics uh, for a Game Boy Advance title. Um, yeah, all that stuff is good, but it again, it's it's just kind of a hollow experience compared to compared to the previous titles. Um, and I'll get into this more uh, with the next C-tier games. But uh, yeah, Pokemon Pokemon villains, not good when they have like a giant overarching agenda or some kind of vague villainous philosophy. These, these games are supposed to be fun romps and like it's... They're better when you are a good person with Pokemon trying to stop vaguely bad people from doing bad stuff with Pokemon. Pokemon villains should never be more should never be more than like a foppish uh, Charles Dickens villain. That that uh, this 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 entire podcast episode is essentially just hot takes from me, and that might be the hottest of the hot takes in this episode. I need more coffee. Filling out the rest of the C tier, Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. These games, again, a lot of the same villain problems from Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Uh, But instead of eco-terrorists this time, it's people who want to change reality because reality is bad. I... I don't know, man. I, it it was it was the two thousands. It was the aughts. We we didn't know. We 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 didn't know how just <laughs> uh, how cartoonishly evil, but on a realized scale, like actual evil people would be. Um, also, these games do not uh, run very well on the Nintendo DS. Like they're very they're very slow. Like these games. It takes a while. It takes like at least a half second longer to do anything in a Pokemon game than what it should, and that is frustrating. Uh, some of these issues were fixed in Platinum, but I it yeah they're falling down here because it's just not not great. Uh, maybe a lot of the stuff will be addressed in the remakes that have been rumored for forever, but who knows? Fingers crossed, but who knows? Moving into the B tier. We have the original Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon. These are here because they're solid Pokemon games. They're more realized, more executed 3D versions, uh, 3D Pokemon games than what X and Y were. Um, Better characters than what X and Y had. Just, yeah, a solid, fair, middle-of-the-road execution on what people behind this set out to do fun Hawaii adventure that changed up some pretty I don't know what had at the time been core mechanics in Pokemon games uh no gym leaders in this changing things up and yeah solid it's good in inoffensive Pokemon game next up Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire um 
these games these games are also kind of a better version of Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Um, and I, these games at least make use of the 3D uh, 3D elements in a way that X and Y never did. Allows you to explore the world more using the 3D. Um, it, it, yeah, again, like inoffensive, solid entries in the Pokemon franchise. Uh, I know they kind of got memed to death for having too much water, um, which I that point belies a genuine issue of this game where things kind of get a little samey, uh, especially in the um, Alpha 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 Sapphire version where you're just fighting too many water type Pokemon. But I again, these games are fine. Nothing overtly bad about them expand upon the originals in some fun and interesting ways yeah good pokemon games then there is pokemon black and pokemon white potentially the edgiest games in the pokemon franchise that ask the question what if pokemon is inherently bad and then never answers that question um yeah, yeah, these, I don't know, these games get so frustratingly close to the, for lack of a better word, mature version of Pokemon games that longtime fans have been clamoring for, maybe, maybe foolhardily for a while now, and yeah, they, 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 they almost get there, they almost get there, um, but they do add some they do these games did feel like a genuine attempt at revitalizing at changing up the franchise after it kind of stagnated with diamond portal and platinum and yeah whole new slate of pokemon no returning ones new 150 to pal around with that that was bold like these 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 games took risks in a way that a lot of other modern pokemon games have not and i appreciate that uh, also in the B tier, Pokemon Black 2 and White 2. Um, yeah, I, another way that these this set of games tried to change things up. These are direct sequels to the events of Pokemon Black and White 2, which I don't think has happened in any of these other games. And yeah, I points for trying to be original. Points for trying to make something different than like every other a little different, at least. Break from the tropes of all the other games on this list. Um, again, not not phenomenal, but like not bad. Just good. It, it was a fresh enough experience that, like, yep, middle of the road. And the mistakes that these games, uh, both Black and White and Black and White Two, made, not not the, 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 the it, it's it's trying to be different enough that like the missteps it takes can be overlooked all right another sip of coffee and we go to the a tier a tier pokemon games fire red leaf green if you want the og pokemon experience these are the games you want to check out um more fully realized version of the original Game Boy games. Maybe lose a little bit of the charm. Maybe lose a little bit of the 
the lovable rough edges, but so much more approachable now than the original Game Boy games that, yeah, if you want, if you have never played Pokemon games, are interested in them, think you would like them, this is where you want to start out. Unless you want to start out with other A-tier games, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which, yeah, they're definitely the most approachable games on this list. Um, A reimagining of Pokemon Yellow, I think. I don't know. It's screwy. But, yeah. It... I don't know. I don't know. This game... These games give me some gave me some big nostalgia hits when I really needed them. We'll always have a soft spot in my heart because of that. And swapping swapping out wild battles for just a Pokemon Go esque capture mechanic is something, you know? Again, different. Like maybe it makes yeah, it does make the games easier. If you don't rotate out your party, you just become a powerhouse team that can kill anything in your path but fine you know this good pokemon game like this pokemon game for kids and people who all right you want an easy entryway into this franchise here you go here you go also in the a tier pokemon sword pokemon shield i will say that i have not played the dlc for these games yet but uh from what i hear pretty fucking good um these games maybe there's a little bit of recency bias here but these pokemon games are really good like fucking good pokemon games and on look piss babies are going to be upset about the graphics in these games because Kiss Babies always have to be upset about something with Pokemon games, but I thought it was fine. The art direction in this game was really solid, and they took Pokemon in some interesting directions, exploring, like, the idea of what what is this sport like in this world, in this society? Um, how are these young athletes, essentially, kind of exploited? And what... Yeah, it, it, it touches on some of these issues in some pretty interesting ways. Doesn't doesn't fully, like, execute on it, I think. The main villain just turns into, like, a not misguided, like, corporate whatever, corporate CEO type bad guy. But, yeah, I don't know. These games were fun. These games, I had a really solid scope i think every every pokemon being present in the overworld being able to choose your battles just like in let's go pikachu and let's go eevee that was great and uh i've changed that pokemon was needed for a long time so yeah eight tier games uh cannot wait to play that dlc probably will as soon as i finish persona 5 royal which god i just really need to finish persona 5 royal at this point like too much it's too much game People, people having a lot of discourse about how long, like story-driven forty-hour game should be. Where I'm like on hour one hundred of Persona Five Royal, and just, god damn, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my summer? Well, it's quarantine. It's quarantine. Like it's fine. It's fine. 
Last up in the A tier, Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. These are the games that the core Pokemon team wanted to make in uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, but did not have the tech nor the expertise to pull off, and this is it. This is that base-level dream of Pokemon games fully realized, and they are spectacular. I... Oh, God, they, it, 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 this could be a whole solo cast, a whole essay in and of itself, just digging into what made these games so great, how fully realized this world building is, how just imp- how, 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 how these games manage to get a player to engage with them on a daily level, how realized. All of this is, it's, it nails it. It knocks it out of the park. Um, which is why the only S-tier Pokemon games in the Lucas DeWriter definitive ranking of Pokemon titles is the remakes of these games, Pokemon Heart Gold and Pokemon Soul Silver. I said that uh, OG Gold, Silver, and Crystal were the fully realized versions of the original games, these remakes are that, but then with even more technology allowances. This, it, uh, these games are perfect, I think, in that, yeah, this is, this is Pokemon, man. This is everything that is good about these games, about this franchise, just executed flawlessly. This is a masterpiece. Like, if you don't enjoy these games, then Pokemon is just not a franchise for you. Plain and simple. And it... It nails it. Like, it just... It nails everything that works about this franchise on both a mechanical level... um, I should say these games being in the fourth generation of Pokemon games, they have the more competitive depth that the earlier titles did not. Uh, Physical and special moves aren't associated with type anymore. There there are double battles. Um, There are items that really influence how battles play out. It, yeah, this is, this is everything good about Pokemon games, just like right here, perfectly realized. And I think that's, a part of the reason why some people say that the series... Well, I guess I will say to some degree that the series has kind of stagnated or become more gimmicky uh, in newer newer generations, newer entries, because they fucking nailed it. And where do you go from just 100 out of 100 making the best Pokemon games, the best version of the games that are now a multi-billion dollar multimedia franchise? Yeah, there you go. It's perfect. These are perfect games. I don't say that about media ever, but these are it. They they got it. They took the magic of at the core of Pokemon, turned it into a full-fledged game, and God, and on some level they're still kind of about that too. Like these games are very much about on a meta te- on a metatextual level about 
being another set of Pokemon games and how 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 you keep that going, how you follow that up and you and you can't really in a lot of ways except for just pushing forward and yeah, getting weird like the franchise did and that not always working, but Maybe it doesn't always have to, because these games still exist, and you can still go back to them now and play them, and yep, greatest, greatest Pokemon games. Best version of this idea. This is what's up. Ugh, God, I talked for half an hour about Pokemon on this podcast, finally, and... It, it, it's such a weird feeling to just go off about a thing I'm passionate about for this long and there's nobody here to stop me. Um, like, satiated, I think. I feel satiated. Like, I did it. I fucking did this thing that I'd always wanted to do that I sure hope I gave some decent insight into the Pokemon franchise over the course of this. But here we go. Or, no, not... Here we went. That that just happened, and I loved it. And I hope you loved it too, dear listener. If you did, please like, comment, subscribe. All the stuff to this episode. You, you're a person on the internet. You know, you know how to participate. Uh, also, be sure to check out the Act Blue link down below. Uh, donate using it if you're able to. It goes to a collection of great causes. And if you aren't able to donate, um, please, please support those causes uh, in other ways. Um, as I said at the top of the episode, a lot of scary, just detestable shit happening in the world right now. And yeah, that needs we we need to take action against that. And I know that. I don't know, I spent this entire episode talking about fucking Pokemon, but, like, we also need those breaks, too. We need just time to fucking think about stuff that we like also and just not not be in a revolution mode all the time. I think that's important also, and I hope this episode... I, I hope this episode gave a good good uh, reprieve from that heavier shit before we fucking get into it again. Um, yeah. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, be sure to check out uh, the upcoming episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Uh, Andrew has read a couple chapters of Chainsaw Man. It seems like I might be able to get him to read a couple more. And, yeah, we are definitely going to get fucking into it uh, on, on, that, uh, on that upcoming episode. Um, Chainsaw Man is amazing, quite frankly. And if he, he thinks anything less of it than that, I think we might have a K-Fab fight on our hands. So, there we go. Going to tease that out a little bit. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening, and have a great weekend. Goodbye.